What's up, you guys? Welcome to episode 12 of the Track Record Podcast. I'm your host, Chance, and this week in review, what has happened in my life is absolutely nothing. No, I'm kidding. Um, This last weekend on Saturday, me and Brianna went up to Kansas City to go to the KC Zine Con, which is a really cool gathering of a lot of uh, local and some people who were uh, who traveled to uh, be at this little conference. Uh, but it's a bunch of designers, graphic designers, artists, and they make um, zines, which are like little um, booklets with some of their art. Some of them have themes, some of them don't. But uh, it was a really cool experience. It was a lot of fun. There was a lot of really good artists there. We uh, ended up buying some stickers and some pens, and she got a uh, – what did she get? She got a zine from a company in St. Louis. I can't remember their name, but it was a really cool zine. Um, it was a lot of fun. We, we were there for um, a few – I think an hour or two. But uh, then we – well, before that, we actually went to Steak and Shake – not Steak and Shake, good lord, Shake Shack for opening weekend. It was, uh, we waited for about 30 minutes for a burger, and it was worth every single second of waiting. I had the best burger I've ever had in my life with the freshest lettuce and the softest bun. Oh, it was good. The fries were good. I just got a, I got a soda pop because uh, I wasn't feeling a shake that day. But uh, a really good burger, worth the wait. It was my first time ever. Took my Shake Shack V card, and it was worth it. Um, what else did we do Saturday? Saturday, I went to Mills, picked up a first pressing of the Grateful Dead Skull and Roses that I've been looking for for a couple months now. I didn't really start listening to them like uh, earlier on, but now that I like them a lot, I've been looking for that album because it, it has the uh, cover of Merle Haggard's Mama Tried, and I think it's a phenomenal cover that does the original a lot of justice. So, uh, Found it. The uh, sleeve's a little beat up, but the the wax itself is in mint condition, so I'm really, really happy with that. Um, and building off that, I wanted to go through and kind of go through uh, some of the vinyl I've got recently that uh, I have not talked about since I got them. So uh, first on the list was, oh gosh, I can't find it. Um, I got Cream's Disraeli Gr- Disraeli Gears. My bad. Good Lord, it is a Monday. Um, this album's really, really good. It's got Sunshine of Your Love, um, Strange Brew. It's a super fantastic psychedelic record. Um, I highly recommend it if you've never listened to it. If you like 60s and 70s psychedelic music, it's phenomenal. Um, the cover art's fantastic as well, which makes me super happy as a packaging geek. Uh, that same day I got that, I also got a first pressing of Led Zeppelin 4, which is I've something I've been looking for for a while now. It's it's wax is in really good condition as well. Um, the cover is really nice. It's not beat up like most of the um, most of the first presses that you find nowadays. It's super nice. I also got my Daytona vinyl finally came in. Thank the Lord in heaven above, it finally came in. I've been waiting for that since August. My girlfriend got it for me. Out of nowhere, much love to her. Thank you, Boo. I love you. Um, my Yay vinyl got here a few weeks ago or a month ago or so. Uh, it's it's awesome. It's really minimal, same as the Daytona vinyl. There's no inserts or anything, which makes me kind of sad because I, I would like to see more art put into it, into the packaging. But it's super simple, super minimal. But both of those are great. My Astro World double LP is still on the way. I have no updates on that at all, 
my Kid See Ghost vinyl. I have no updates on it at all. I think it said it's supposed to ship in October. And, um, yeah, that's about it. I think, I don't know if I talked about it, but I also got a first pressing self-titled Black Sabbath album, um, here recently that I have listened to many times since I got it. And it was a super rare find for me. And all these first presses I've got have been less than like 40 bucks, which is insane to me. I paid, what was it? 25 for the Zeppelin four. I paid 10 for the cream. 30 for the for the uh, Black Sabbath self-titled and 30 for the Skull and Roses that I got this weekend. Um, super good steals. It was a lot of fun. Saturday we also went to um, Genghis Khan Mongolian Barbecue in Kansas City for my sister's 17th birthday dinner. It was good, but I still think that um, I think that BD's is better still. I mean, this is a local, kind of a local place, but BD's has more, I don't know, their their sauces were a lot better, honestly. Um, Genghis Khan's sauces were super watered down and not very strong, so I didn't have much spice on my, on my, uh, on my dish, which I was disappointed about, but it was fun nonetheless. Uh, then yesterday I sat inside, I played video games, and I watched football all day long, because that's what I do on Sundays. Now that football's back, the Chiefs got that dub beat the Chargers, who I hate dearly, cannot stand them, hate Phillip Rivers, Oh, so glad we got a win, we got away with it, even though our defense played like total trash, um, but yeah, that's that was my week in the review, I didn't really do much last week besides play video games and go to class and go to work, so not much exciting has happened, um, and with that being said, I want to jump right into week 12 I must have week one what the heck is wrong with me um I want to give you I want to talk about something that's um very heavy it's been very heavy the last few days um something that kind of it really beat me up being that it was it, it was just devastating for me um the passing of Mac Miller um 26 years young uh I don't I they said it's from an overdose which knowing his past isn't hard to believe. Um, I'm just, I've, the last few days I've just been like thinking back on it thinking about how we can't take life for granted. Um, we cannot just, we can't be complacent ever with how things are going. We gotta, we gotta stay positive. Um, you can't let these, these, uh, these bad days and just tribulations through life get you down enough to where you're, um, doing drugs and taking drugs and abusing drugs to make yourself feel better. And in this case, it ultimately didn't make him feel any better. It, it might, he might feel better now though, being up where, where he's with his, with his loved ones who have passed. And it just, it's, it's a super, super sad thing to even want to talk about. It's hard for me to talk about right now because it's, it's still fresh, but it's something that I feel like I should talk about being that he's been in my top five rappers for the last four or five years now. I never really listened to his frat rap stuff. It's still not my favorite. Um, Best day ever is all right. It's still not my favorite, but uh, Macadelic and on is nothing but phenomenal music. And he's one of those artists that we saw grow completely as an artist Um, from starting out with these frat rap stuff, party rap to this last album that was just a a beautiful beautiful collection of songs about 
finding meaning in life and finding happiness even when you're low and it was it was just a fantastic album I loved it it's beautiful it speaks to me more now than it did when it released um I I don't know what else to say about it it was it was it took me by shock I remember being in my room when I got a DM from from somebody no I was scrolled by and I saw um I saw the news on TMZ and I was like, there's no way. I automatically thought it was another hoax and then it ended up not being a hoax. Um, I know me and my girlfriend have both been um, struggling with this, being that we both loved his music. Uh, He seems like an amazing guy. I mean, it seems like everybody in the industry has reached out and said how much that he made an impact on on their lives and how happy he always was and how nice he was and how genuine of a person he was. I actually, excuse me one second, I actually got the chance to do a meet and greet with him, I can't remember if it was, I think it was two years ago, it have been the end of 16, um, on the Divine Feminine Tour, we did meet and greet, my girlfriend made him a jacket, a custom denim jacket that she bleached and painted with her favorite songs lyrics on it that he wore in the picture we took and he seemed like an overall nice guy he was we were the first ones to get to meet him and he was actually behind the camera behind the camera prior to us coming back there and uh he just he just seemed really nice he put a smile on our faces when we met him even if it was only for maybe less than a minute um he put on one of the best live shows i've ever seen it was super energetic super um super personal super fun i had a great time we were front row right in the center. He jumped on the speakers in front of us a few times, and you could tell he gave the performance everything he possibly could. Um, with that being said, I just want people to know that he made an impact on my life, and I'm sure he's made an impact on thousands and thousands and thousands of other people as well. But, uh, yeah, I just want to want to thank him for his fantastic music he's put out for the music that I'll forever listen to as I own most of it physically um yeah he I just don't I don't know what else to say he put out a lot of really good music he seemed like a a stand-up guy he he brought a lot of joy into my life through his music he helped his music has helped me through a lot of darker times in my life um I remember being a sophomore in high school when Faces came out and solely listening to that for probably two or three months straight. I mean, I didn't honestly listen to much more than that. I listened to that and watching movies. I can't even tell you how many times I've listened to both of those projects. And then when Good Morning came out, I bought it, or my girlfriend bought it for me on CD, and I bought the vinyl, and then Divine Feminine bought the CD, bought the vinyl. I still need to get swimming on vinyl. I just didn't have the money to do it at the time when it came out. But, yeah, uh, go still support his music. Go listen to his music, as it is the one thing we have to remember him from. It's the one thing where it's so personal, we feel like we knew him. Losing him was like losing a brother, it felt like, in a weird way, even though I'd never had a full-length conversation with him and never got to really um, really be with him physically. But I've, I, was, I was with him, and I knew him in a way through his music that, I don't know how to describe, I guess. I can't really put it into words. I just know I, I felt connected to him through his music. I felt I felt okay when I listened to his music. Um, even his stuff that dealt with 
some of these deeper problems with drugs and things like on faces and and albums like that I, I still connected to it in a way because I related it to my own mental state and not so much like the drug side of it but just feeling kind of trapped and alone inside your head is a is a rough place to be in and uh, it clearly got the best of him and uh, I hope he's feeling a lot better up there and I just want to say that if you if you're going through anything I know I don't probably know many of you guys in person but if you're going through something and you need help and you don't know where to turn just reach out to me on twitter on instagram on facebook anything just reach out to me and i'll i'm i'm more than happy to help and talk to you and try to try to help you find a more stable state in your head and in your life um i'm no miracle worker I'm no shaman, I'm no priest, I'm no preacher, I'm nothing like that, but I I'm I'm pretty grounded, I'm pretty rooted, and I'm 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 pretty genuine when it comes to um something so serious like mental mental health and being unsure in your head. So if you ever have if you ever have any doubts or you just need somebody to talk to, just reach out. Um I'm I'm definitely available for that. Um so I just wanted to remember Mac Miller for the wonderful, wonderful music he gave this world and for all the joy and happiness he gave me listening to his music. Um, and now I guess we will segue into something a little more lighthearted, even though it's, 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 it's still hard to come to, come to a, happy, a, happy, um, a happy day after this happening. So uh, bear with me. But um, in music news... Um, the Suicide Boys released their debut full-length studio album called I Want to Die in New Orleans, and they released it on Friday after the heavy news. Um, it is a solid album. I believe that their runtime is around 45 minutes. Um, let me let me look at it real fast. 40, 42 minutes, 14 songs. It never felt long. It felt really, really good. Um, there wasn't on. I don't think I skipped a song. I don't think I've skipped any songs every time I've listened to it all the way through. I I really like it. Um, they're they're pretty diverse on it. They sing a little bit, which is, it's not like beautiful singing. I mean, they're not R and B artists. They're not freaking. They're just they're not Frank Ocean. They're not gonna sing perfectly crisp vocals. Um, but it sounds good with their style. The whole album was self produced, self written, self distributed through G59 Records, uh, independent label, and it was it's just a solid album. Um, my favorite ones that stick out, though, King Tulip, the intro track was really solid, uh, Phantom Menace, Crew Duvoy, War All the Time, and Coma, all back-to-back-to-back, to back to back sound amazing. They all sound great back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, Phantom Menace has, like, kind of a... a uh, I don't even want to call it a triplet flow to it from Ruby, but it's crazy sounding. No, is that no, that's Crude Voy. Crude Voy has that weird triplet sound, and War All the Time sounds like a a crazy hardcore, um, hardcore slash rap slash I don't even slash punk. I would call it punk uh, vibe to it, where they're just like, excuse me, they're just like screaming on the track, and it's aggressive. And if you need to go, like, run a marathon, not a marathon, run, like, a a sprint, listen to it. It'll get your blood pumping. And then Coma. Coma is probably my favorite on the whole album. 
it's um it's super hard it's super like i don't even know how to say it it's like dark and almost eerie to a sense uh ruby's verse is really really good and then so is um ruby's is more about being like um it's more about drugs, drug use, being addicted to these things, and it being ultimately like a curse. And then Scrim comes in and just raps about being drug into hell and accepted by the devil, which was, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, and then Carrollton is another one that I liked a lot that they released a while back that has grown on me a ton. I, I, I like the sound that they have. Um, I really wish they were coming close to me for uh, their their tour, but they're not. They were in Chicago last night, and I had a a buddy from Twitter that was there, and I was telling him I was super jealous that he went. He said it was a really good show. I'm super jealous, but the album's really solid. Um, I don't want to give reviews. I don't like doing the numbers, the scaled reviews. I like people to listen and determine for themselves. I think sometimes these, these numbered reviews kind of make people – already go into listening to an album with a certain assumption about it without really wanting to listen fully to it which I still do watch the needle drop and things where he reviews albums but I won't watch his video until I've listened to the album um I think music is meant to be listened to as a personal experience it's almost like I don't know it's like an out-of-body experience when you listen to music you should you should definitely take it all in for what it is and how much work the artist has put into it. And then after you listen to it at least once or twice all the way through with no skips, I'm a no skip on the first listen guy. Um, and that's when you can determine your, your, uh, your final thoughts on an album, unless the album's just inherently bad off the jump. And then I don't blame you for jumping out of it. Like the last Eminem album, I just uh, three songs and I I couldn't I physically could not listen to any more of it because I I just couldn't it wasn't good at all so if that's the case then just don't listen to it um, but if you really like it listen to it a few times all the way through with no skips it's the way they intend you to listen to it because most albums have a have a theme or they have skits that go in order they have a message they want to put out to you so go listen to it and in, in whatever intended order they have. Um, but yeah, the album was super good. I don't think there's a skippable, in my opinion. Um, I wanted to go through and talk about, speaking of the last Eminem album where he dissed literally everyone in rap, MGK released his um, his reply to the album with a track called Rap Devil. And in Rap Devil, he literally cleans out the closet. Let me tell you, this has been an ongoing beef between MGK and Eminem for... Well, it has been a f- yeah, two or three years now. Uh, but MGK, I think he won. I think he really did. He brought a lot of things out that I had no idea about that happened to Eminem. Um, he was witty. I hated the hook, though. The hook was awful. Uh, that was something I could have lived without. I mean, the hook was hard-hitting, but the delivery was really, really, really bad. But the, uh, the, the verses were great. Uh, I don't see Eminem responding to it. But yeah, the it was it was it was a good diss track. Go listen to it. Find it on YouTube. I think that's where I saw it. There's already he made a video for it the day he released it. So I mean, that was crazy. Speaking of beef, Drake and Meek Mill have officially ended the two year beef. We can get a round of applause for that. If I had a soundboard, I would insert round of applause right now. But uh, 
Drake invited Meek Mill out on stage during the Scorpion tour, and uh, the beef is squashed, and I'm happy because that means more Drake and Meek Mill songs, but more importantly, that means more Drake and Rick Ross songs to come out in the future, and we know every time this happens, we get nothing but bangers. I mean, look in the past, Aston Martin Music, come on. Any song they leak up on is... uh, is bound to go huge. I already saw a meme on Twitter, actually. It was a picture of DJ Khaled running with his cell phone, and it said DJ Khaled texting Drake, Meek Mill, uh, Rick Ross, and I can't remember the other person to get on a track. I think it was like French Montana or something to get on a new track he has thought up, um, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping for new music from Meek Mill, Drake, and Rick Ross all together once again. I think that could be really good for the rap for the rap culture. Uh Bounding off of that, Tyler the Creator released four new instrumentals on YouTube. Ones that I thought were, I thought originally he had tweaked them and changed a few things on them and then posted them. But to come come to find out, he tweeted yesterday that every instrumental he's um, released onto YouTube have been the complete the original ones from Cherry Bomb. He released um, Two Seater, Run, Blow My Load and Smuckers, I believe. I think that's the fourth one. But yeah, they're all the original um, all the original tracks. I thought they were changed or he had changed the uh, chords in them or the synths or something, but he didn't. They all are really interesting to listen to without the lyrics. I know where all the lyrics go in the songs when I listen, but it's refreshing to hear the instrumentals without any vocals on it. I was, I was surprised how much how many layers were in each of the tracks. I don't know why I was surprised. I mean, that's a given with anybody you listen to, but, uh, it was really nice to hear them. I had never, I'd never heard them without the lyrics before. So it was refreshing. It was like a breath of fresh air to hear it. Um, go check those out. He renamed them all. I don't remember all the names of them. If I'm going to be quite honest with you, um, go find his Twitter. He tweeted all of them out. Um, his Twitter is just at Todd, the creator, I think. Yeah, I think it's still, yeah, because he changed it from his last one for marketing reasons. But uh, they're all solid. They all sound really good. If you haven't listened to Cherry Bomb, where the um, where the instrumentals are originally from, go do that. It's my favorite Tyler the Creator project, I believe. It changes, mine changes every day between it and Wolf, but I think I'm. that's been my most consistent one on my top one. So go listen to Cherry Bomb. No skippables. It's solid all the way through super experimental super uh, i don't even it's just experimental it's really really good uh, a lot of good content in it too this week also in music what else kanye and lil pump released a song at the Pornhub awards at which kanye west creatively directed himself this new song is called i love it and it's already a meme on twitter because they literally dressed like roblox characters for the music video and besides it being a meme from the start, I mean, clearly it's a song that Kanye did not take as seriously as his albums. I mean, it's just a fun, fun little trap song about loving hoes. That's literally all it is. And it's fitting that he premiered it at the Pornhub Awards where, I mean, it's sex work. So the the song's theme matches the award show's theme. So I'm not mad at it. I think the song is super catchy. Um, neither of the verses are like super profound or anything like that but it's a it's a good song i mean it's catchy that's ultimately what a little pump song is therefore a pump's there to do is to make the song catchy 
and at the least it's that it's super catchy um the video is honestly really cool though disregard the the roblox thing the video is really cool it's in like this never-ending hallway with i don't even know how to describe it it's like I i don't know i can't describe it it's just it's really really cool go check it out on youtube i like i love it i think it's called yeah i'd love it but yeah so they do they um they debuted it at the Pornhub Awards, the first annual that Kanye creative directed. He ran a full-blown fashion show in the middle of it as well as making merch with whoever won the awards, got t-shirts or got merchandise with a cartoon version of them on the t-shirt with their award title on the bottom, and it has a Pornhub tag on it other than a Yeezy Supply tag. Even though they are on Yeezy Supply right now and they're expensive, but yeah, he making his money i'm not mad at him for doing this i think it's kind of cool to see him do it honestly um but what's not cool that he's been doing is he's been in the studio with takashi 69 the problematic man that he is um i'm honestly kind of disappointed in kanye for hanging out with him i get why he's doing it it's shock value kanye is a guy that's polarizing he's shocking anything he does is shocking but 69 is shocking in my opinion in a bad way his um his allegations for having sexual relations with a minor and a minor being like 13 in my eyes um, is awful. I cannot stand that that the industry is still okay with it. Um, I think it's ultimately kind of a bad move for Kanye. I'm not really feeling that whole move at all. I think he should kind of stay away from 6 9 as should anybody else in the industry who wants to make quality music. But that's my hot take. It's not even a hot take. That's my take on that. I'm not even going to say it's a hot take because I think most people would agree with me. Um, in other news, though, The Weeknd's um, Kissland is now five years old. Um, it's my favorite project by him. It's experimental as hell. It's... A pretty long, eh, I don't know if it's long, it might be like an hour or so, uh, experimental R&B, I hate when people call it like, what, what did they used to call his kind of alternative R&B, I think that's what they called it, they called it something stupid, I can't remember what it was called, but it was, it was a an album that I listened to upon first release, I um, torrented that thing and got it for free off the internet like I used to do with every single album I ever had because I was broke and couldn't afford to pay for it now I buy albums though buy physicals but uh five years to my favorite album by the weekend go listen to it if you have not yet it is nothing but good music um they released a five-year capsule on his merchandise site with overpriced t-shirts which I'm sad about because I wanted one and then they have a mint green uh, translucent um, vinyl that they released, or record they released for the five-year anniversary, and I really, really, really want it, but it's $35. And we already, me and me and Brianna already have a copy of it on vinyl, and I have the CD, but it would be kind of cool to have an officially licensed one, an officially licensed copy of the, the record, because ours is definitely bootleg from Amazon or something like that, or eBay or something like that. Because I don't think back then, I don't think he made records back then, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Anyways, um, that turns five, my favorite album by him. Then I wanted to talk about a couple of artists that I think coming up are going to be really, really good. I wanted to talk about um, Marco McKinnis. He 
He released a five-song EP called Underground on Apple Music a few weeks ago. Um, if you like like Brent Fayez, if you like, um, I guess you could say Frank, Frank's slower stuff, I would highly recommend to listen to him. He's got super smooth vocals. Um, his harmon- His harmonizing was really good. I don't know, it's just really beautiful, beautiful vocals with pretty minimal but extravagant instrumentals in the back. Um, but yeah, his vocals gave me the chills when I first listened to him. I believe the title, the uh, intro song is called Still Waters, and there's like this angelic chorus along with his lead vocals in the back. Oh man, it's beautiful. I can't even describe it. It's beautiful. Um, it chills down my spine when I listened to it the first time just because it was, it was fantastic. It sounded great. Um, another artist I'm really excited for here is um, YBN Corday. I'm not a big fan of the other members of the YBN crew or whatever you want to call it, um, but he's he seems to be stepping up to the plate when it comes to um, lyricism and quality of lyrics. Every time I've listened to him, he's he's really really good. I'm really I'm really excited to see where his career takes him, being that he's kind of one of the only younger guys right now that's making lyrical music like this. That's getting as much getting as much attention as he is. Um, I know plenty of younger, um, more lyrical rappers in the game that don't get near enough as don't, don't get near as much of attention as he does. That was a mouthful to say for some reason, but, uh, I'm excited to see where he goes. I got, I was a little late on his, um, on his hype train, but I think he's really good. I think he's somebody that's going to last, um, Another one like that, Wiki, if you've never listened to him, he's a New York rapper, super lyrical. He's been on a, uh, he was on I Don't Like Shit, I Don't Go Outside, Earl's last project. He's really, really good. Uh, Listen to him. He's another young lyricist that gets no shine. Um, Another thing I wanted to talk about was October 17th, I believe. October 17th. Ghostmane has officially announced that his album Noise will be releasing. I believe it is debut studio record. It should be good. I'm excited. I really liked uh, Dread, the single he released not too long ago. I liked the video. It's a really creepy, creepy video with some creepy-ass bug in it that I don't like at all. But he has Travis Barker on that song playing the drums. Uh, besides that, he put out a song with Puya not too long ago called Stick Out. That's pretty good. But I'm, I'm excited for that album to come out. I think it should be good. It's going to be a nice fusion of many different genres, which I'm excited to hear. Uh, yeah, he's just exciting to me at this point. And then on from there, I wanted to do a quick little, um, a quick little segue into something that um, I was really excited that happened this week that... Um, I'm not going to go like super in depth about, but, uh, Elon Musk was finally on the Joe Rogan experience. Um, it was, it, it has potential to honestly be the biggest podcast episode to ever be released because people have been wanting Elon Musk to be on this show for so damn long. Everybody's been talking about it. They want him on that show because Joe talks about him all the damn time and their their ideologies and ideas kind of and their uh their mannerisms and i don't know they're they're kind of really similar people in the way they think not necessarily their mannerisms but the way they think is very similar um 
they share a lot of beliefs and ideas and it was really cool to kind of hear him talk and converse. We got a really good meme out of it of Elon, Mun- Elon Musk hitting the blunt and not inhaling, which is really amazing to me that Elon Musk hit the blunt on the podcast, even though it's made his stocks go down, uh, which is ridiculous in my eyes. Um, he, he was, he was, he was a fun, it was like a fun conversation. It was really deep for a while. Some of the things had me really scared, like about AI and about like, uh, cyborgs and, and shit like that. I don't know. It was, some of the stuff was scary. It had me scared for the future, but, uh, the episode's super good. It's a solid, like two and a half or three and a half hours. I can't remember. It's really, really, really long, but it's worth the watch. 100% worth the watch. Go watch it. Go watch it multiple times if you have to. It was amazing. It was everything I ever wanted it to be. And Elon Musk is just an interesting, interesting man. He was very interesting on that podcast. Another smooth transition. Um, This week in video games, Spider-Man for PlayStation 4 came out, and I still haven't bought it yet. I know, shun me, shame me, beat me. Um, throw me in the fire, but uh, I still haven't bought it yet. I might buy it this weekend after I get paid. I really do want to play it, um, but it looks really good. The graphics look amazing. Uh, I just need to play it. Um, in other news, the Black Ops 4, um, what is it called, Blackout, something like that, beta started starts today. It's their Battle Royale mode, and honestly... I could give a dang about it. I haven't played it yet. I haven't downloaded it. I'm probably going to download it when I'm done recording this so I can go give it a give it a try, I guess. Give it the old give it the old try out, I guess. I'm just I'm just not huge on the uh on the battle royale game mode. I think it's I think it's too slow for me. I don't know. I'm just not into it. Not into it. I couldn't give you a specific reason why. I'm just it's just not my play style. I'm not interested in playing it. But I will try this out. Might as well. It's a new game mode. I liked the way the uh, regular multiplayer beta played. I thought the game handled really, really well. Um, So, yeah, I'll probably give it a try. Maybe get back to you guys next week about it. But I wouldn't plan on it because I I can't even find where to download the beta in the PS Store. So it might be be like a witch hunt to get this stuff going. Um, Another beta that's happening right now is the Battlefield 5 beta. It began last Thursday. It ends tomorrow. Couldn't tell you what time because I can't find the time that it ends anywhere. But um, so far, the gameplay itself is really nice. Um, the weapons feel really, really good. They feel realistic. They handle well. There's not too many that are too OP besides the STG and the FG42. They're extremely OP. Though they've been nerfed from the Alpha and the Gamescon, uh, um, I can't think of what it's called, the Gamescom um, betas or whatever, the Alpha and the Gamescom beta, I guess. But uh, there's still two gun- those two guns are still pretty pretty um, OP. Um, besides that, the maps look really really good. They all look fantastic. The destruction works pretty good. It's really sick on the snowy map. If you shoot a building like with a with like a rocket launcher or something that has snow on the roof, when you hit the building, the snow will slide off the roof while it crumbles. And I thought that was a fantastic detail they hit. Um, but besides the, the customization is nice too. I really I'll get into the U, the uh, 
UI real fast. The interface is awful. God awful. It is atrocious. Um, you can't customize anything from in-game. You can't unlock new weapons from in-game. You have you have to go out of the game to upgrade your weapons once you level them up. You have to go outside of the game to change the uh, appearance of your gun. No, wait, no, you can do that in the game. Never mind, I take that back. But you have to go back to the main menu. You have to exit a server completely in order to upgrade your gun, in order to unlock new guns, in order to assign or uh, start new assignments. And I hate that too. I hate it a lot. I think you should definitely be able to stay in a server and unlock your new guns, add new assignments, customize your guns, upgrade them in in one menu in the game. Um, you could on Battlefield 4. I don't know why the hell you would take that away for these games, for the last one and this one. I think it's ridiculous. Um, you should definitely be able to change that stuff in in game. That's one of my biggest things I do not like about the game right now. Um, I also do not like the um, well, the okay. I hate the bleed out. Bleed out is ridiculous. Um, it makes you wait. I think it's like five to seven seconds to bleed out. That's like time you get to like get revived or whatever. And then you have another seven seconds after you bleed out in order to just re- respawn back in, and it sucks. That's a whole. I know it doesn't sound like a lot of time, but like 15 to 20 seconds where you, you can't play the game. You're just laying there or you're looking at a spawn screen. If they do the bleed out, take away the uh, seven second respawn time or make it like three seconds or something. Seven seconds is so long. Two to three seconds I can deal with waiting for. But waiting seven seconds after I just bled out for 10 seconds is ridiculous. It takes away too much time out of the gameplay. I want to get back in the action. I want to get back to fighting as soon as I can. And it's just hold me back from that um apart or related to that i hate the spawn menu or the spawn map the spawning system they have right now um i would rather just die and then see an overhead view of my of the map to figure out where i want to spawn because right now it starts you out on a squad mate and it's just chasing them and you don't know what's around them you don't know anything so i'd like to see it be just the single map like it was on like battlefield 4 where you just die and you see an overview and you pick where you want to spawn in and you spawn in um i think that tanks could be more um more of an asset they they're kind of weak right now at this point they're obsolete when i see a tank i don't even like run the other direction anymore i just go around it it's not even it's it's like it's pointless for it to even be there same with airplanes. Airplanes are really, 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 really bad. They're awful. They can't even strafe or anything. They, the strafing sucks. You can't hit anybody on the ground with strafing. Um, those suck. The uh, the grenade launchers you get are awful. They're so bad. You get like maximum like 15 damage with one. Good God. That's awful for a direct impact grenade. I should at least be getting... I should be able to... If I directly hit someone with it i should be able to get a kill with it these i'm not even getting close to a kill with one and it's just like what's the point of me even having this if it does absolutely nothing um that's one thing i hate i what else was there was something else i hated a lot too there's a lot more negatives right now than there are positives for this game i'm glad i'm glad like super glad they pushed it back to november 20th after playing the beta sometimes the servers will be super uneven um, there's a lot of, there's, 
uh, there's been quite a bit of lag. Oh, the audio has been completely messed up lately. You'll see like a buddy fire next to you and you don't hear the sound at all, which is very hard um, for when you're playing and you're engulfed in it. Um, and yeah, what, what else was there? There was something, there was one more thing, but I cannot remember it. Oh, sniping. Whenever you snipe from long distances, you can't see the bullet and where it goes. It just kind of turns into like a cloud. It would be nice to be able to have that like tracing bullet to figure out how much higher or lower I need to aim in order to hit something from a long distance. Um, I think that could help a lot. Also, I wanted to get back to the skill tree for the weapons. The skill for, tree for the weapons is completely screwed. I do not like that once you pick a path of your gun that you're stuck with that path. I would like, okay, so whenever you upgrade it, you have like two sides to the skill tree. And you can either go down one side where you get certain things or the other side where you get certain things. And you can never erase it to where you can use others, the other things from the other side of the skill tree, if that makes sense. And I really hate that. I'd rather be able to unlock everything and then maybe choose three to four, three to five of the skills to use. Um, I think that would allow for a more customizable playing experience. Um, It would also make me not like forced to play a certain way once I upgrade the gun how I did the first time. And I think that would be beneficial for the game. I think that would make it much more easy as a player. But right now the main things are the UI and the, um, and the, God, what was the other thing? The UI and the menu system just suck. They need to fix that first and foremost. Um, And with that being said, I believe that is everything I wanted to talk about this week on episode 12 of the track record podcast. Um, I'm, I need to get better at these transitions. Gosh, they're super rough right now. Um, being by myself, it's kind of hard to balance conversation around, being that it's like talking to yourself for however long. So far, it's been like 42 minutes, and I've just been rambling on about things that I don't know if people even care about, but I know I do. So it's whatever. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to episode 12 of the Track Record Podcast. I'm your host, Chance. And I would like you guys to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore C-H-V-N-C-E-Y underscore. That's on both Twitter and Instagram. And I would like to leave you off with my songs of the week dedicated to the late, great Mac Miller. And they are Objects in the Mirror from his 2013 album, Watching Movies with the Sound Off. Actually, I believe it's 2014 now that I think about it. And then... Um, Small Worlds from his last latest album that came out on August 3rd of this year um, called Swimming. Listen, those are my two tracks of the week. I hope you listen to them with happiness and not sorrow because they're beautiful pieces of music that need to be celebrated and not mourned over. Um, Thank you again for listening. Thank you for sticking with me if you still listen after these 12 episodes. I'm really excited to get things going even further with this podcast. Actually, this week, be expecting the first ever track record sports podcast with myself and my buddy James Schornberger. Schornberger, I can't remember his last name. His name is James, and he's a good dude. So be excited for that because it's going to be a good time. We're going to talk about week one of the NFL. We're going to talk about the Serena Williams dispute. We're going to talk about fantasy. We're going to talk about golf. We're going to talk about everything. Nothing is off the table when it comes to sports. So be on the lookout for Track Record Sports. should be coming out this weekend and or next week at some point. 
Um, Thank you for listening, and don't forget to keep a clean track record.